Festival. I don't know. I feel like they should have a theme song for Flower and Garden. Is there one? I don't think they have a theme for any festival, right? Like there's like, no jingle. Seriously, how are there not jingles for these? What do you what do they do for the blind people? I mean, how are they supposed to know it's Flower and Garden? Come on. We need some jingles. Well, they can still hear the announcement. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like we need some jingles. They need some some tingles for the ears. Oh, they need some some entertainment. Yeah, some like entertaining thing, like some kind of theme song. Listen, Disney, we know you listen to our podcast. Um, it's time to do some jingles for your festivals. We ha- they happen every year. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, you have you have a lot of people at your fingertips that can do this. Let's get it together. If you want, if you want me to do it, I'll do it. I'm just saying, you know, I can come wow. up with a jingle. <laughs> this was all just one one big ruse to get yeah, you hired as the jingle maker for some festivals. Beth McDonald, jingle maker. Anyways, welcome back to our <laughs> podcast, everyone. It's the Parklight Podcast, and I'm your co-host Beth, hanging out here with. Oh, and I'm Greg. Greg. Another couple minutes in, basically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have uh, a fun topic today. Obviously, it's Flower and Garden the Festival. The Flower and over Garden Epcot. Festival. I don't know. We're just going to keep, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep trying some things. <laughs> the Flower and Garden Festival of Fantasy, if mm-hmm. you will. There's a, there is a crossover we didn't know we needed. Ooh, mm. <laughs> All we need is a Maleficent topiary that breathes fire. There's no risk involved. Seriously? I think that's a great idea. Right, because if you burn it, I mean, you're just ma- you're just you're making the soil better for the next growth, so it's fine. Exactly, some real <laughs> real life fertilizer. So um, I was able to spend some time over at Epcot uh, two days in the last couple of days, um, enjoying the different parts of the Flower and Garden Festival. We'll talk all about that: the free activities, the paid activities, some of the food that I ate, and some other like miscellaneous stuff mm-hmm. that I want to make sure I talk about. And um, we also posted to our Instagram account an opportunity for you all to ask us some questions. So ask Beth and Greg, which I keep mispronouncing as Ask Beg and Greth. Beg and Greth. Um, Beg and Greth in the morning. So um, we have some questions we're going to answer today, and we'll spread them out over time. Um, obviously, if it's a more timely question, we'll we'll do that mm-hmm. sooner. But we have a few to start out with today as well. But I do have a couple things to talk about, one of which is a giveaway. So <laughs> I was in... Come on, Greg. Where's the soundbite? Uh, oh, so let me do that again. So I was hoping that we could do a giveaway. <laughs> yes! And the crowd of one goes wild. <laughs> so um, I picked up a pin while I was at Flower and Garden Creation Shop. And it is a figment pin. And it's a little garden figment that I'm holding up to the camera. And it has so a little Beth garden hat on. Yeah, it's those a little veggies? gardening hat on. Are those veggies coming out of and that basket? He's got there's is, a mushroom, there's yeah, veggies, there's a pumpkin, okay. carrots, who cares? But there is a little tag that's popping up that says 2022 on it, and it says International Flower and Garden Festival, and then the, the middle part rotates, and when you flip it, it says Grown with Imagination. Love it. You know, like Figment, that's Figment's thing. Flower so, and Garden uh, always we'll has be... some of my most favorite merch. Every year Ooh, I'm like, oh, I want good. that, but I'm like, every year I'm like, oh, this is too expensive. I can't, I just want all of it. <laughs> I want all the things. They're so cute and pretty. Well, this pin could be free 99. Uh, we'll be posting details about how to enter the contest on our Instagram account. We are at That Park Life Podcast. The contest will happen entirely via Instagram. So when this episode releases, make sure you head over there and see how to enter to win this Flower and Garden Festival pin. Also, um, I uh, overheard a couple of things while at Epcot. Do you ever see the overheard at Disney account on Instagram? Oh, no. how did I not know about oh, this? Make sure you go follow that. <gasps> uh, overheard at Dang. I think it's over, just overheard at Disney because they do Disneyland and Disney I World even put and my stuff. Phone, oh, my phone's in my pocket. I was like, where's my phone? Um, 
Oh, I thought you were just happy overheard to see me. Overheard at Disney? I'm checking it out now. Turns out it was your phone. Yeah, overheard at Disney. So they, they post stuff that, you know, is overheard at Disney, thus the name. But while I was walking around, I overheard a couple of things that, that I wanted to share. Um, also, view at your own risk. I think sometimes the overheard at Disney posts from that account maybe use slightly salty language. This but, one looks like it's a newer so, one. So now I'm like... Viewer discretion advised. Um. But anyway, so I was walking into the park. So when you walk into the park and you go underneath Spaceship Earth, I made a right. So I was kind of like going up near where Coral Reef is. And obviously mm-hmm. the big center of the park has the fence up and, you know, the the walls up and stuff. So I'm walking and I happen to be by myself. And I just overhear this older gentleman say to his wife, hey, I think they're building something over there. And it's like, sir, this is Epcot. <laughs> Half of the entire park is under construction. Yeah. Man. Nothing gets I think past the whole place is building something over there, basically. The whole wherever like, you go, whole, sir, like, there's something being built over there. It's not like it's this little like four foot wall that like you can see. It's the whole like whole the whole park over there yeah. is is under construction. And I keep so when we talk about Flower and Garden today, you may you may notice if you are a Disney connoisseur, let's say, that we might be referring to the different sections of Epcot by their old names, which is Future World and World mm, Showcase. Mm-hmm. They've officially changed the names. Oh. Of the neighborhoods of the front of the park. Well, you know, you, they know. officially changed Hollywood like... Studios, but that's not stopping me. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So we talked about this like a while back. Remember when they did that big announcement, all the stuff that's coming to Epcot? I don't know if that was a D23 event or whatever. When the but pandemic hit. Same, and it same was like, thing, right? Womp, they womp. announced all. Yeah, they announced all the things that are happening. So in the front of Epcot, it'll be World Celebration, World Nature, World Showcase is staying the same. Mm-hmm. Um and then World Discovery is another one. I'm not even sure if that's all of them. So Water World, I don't know. I, don't know. What. I think World Nature will be the water something one. Something World. Right? They're all World. Something Who knows? World. Where the Moana stuff. Anyway, so you're going to hear Future World instead of those other things. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a Disney connoisseur. <laughs> yes. I meant like to a, to a level that I think isn't even beyond me yeah. because I, I truly don't know. Um, you may remember the cast member Nick that we had on who is um, now guest relations at Epcot. I referred him as Mr. Epcot. Mm. And he posted, um, I think, a photo of him wearing a shirt or something that had the neighborhoods on it. I was like, of course, Mr. Epcot That's right. has He's the new neighborhood, the neighborhood names on it. So shout out to Nick. Anyway, so uh, something else I heard when I was walking around the Back of World showcase, um, it was one woman saying it to another, but it was about me. And she turns to the other person and she was like, see, he knows where he's going. He's got a Disneyland shirt on. <laughs> I was like, sure do. You were sure like, do. that's why I wear it every time I go to the park. <laughs> that's just for you. So, because um, you made mention of how I've been wearing that like mm-hmm. pinkish, uh, what color is that? Like a salmon? salmon. I don't know what color that is. We'll say yeah. salmon. And it has, I, as I mentioned in our um, story on Instagram that day, that's the only shirt I have that has any type of plant life on it. So I had to wear the, the to the flower garden. But I've also been wearing the same shirt every Friday. And now it's my, it's officially my Friday shirt, everybody. It's the blue Mickey shirt that has the Mickeys like all over it. And I love it. So I'm going to keep wearing it every single Friday, whether you all like it or not. It'll be, it's be an like, easy way to spot me in the park, by the way. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be like, it's Greg. He always wears that blue shirt with the Mickey heads on it. Just look for him. Yes. Just look for me every Friday. Um, those never... of you that follow Justin Scard on uh, YouTube and you know Random Land, he always has that striped shirt on. That's how you can find him. So think of ah. think of that. I have my blue Mickey shirt on with little Mickey heads. But then there's going to be times where you don't want to be found. So that's when you just then don't I'll wear be your shirt. Incognito mode. <laughs> like when I'm at work, that one time that we were in a park at like either before, it was before my shift, and I wanted to make it not look like I was a cast member. But mm-hmm. meanwhile, I had khakis on and a tuck. I know. I was like, shirt. but you look like a cast member. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone, anyway. especially the other cast members. 
No, right? I mean, who's anyway? So, and I had like work shoes on, which you don't walk around in a park and like you know. Anyway, so uh, one last thing I want to mention before we hop into some flower and garden talk. Um, and by the way, I captured some audio with Mariah in the park, so you'll you'll hear some um, mm-hmm. live from the park audio, if you will. It's recorded, but we were there when we recorded it, complete with the um, backing up beep of someone's scooter. Oh, all you get all oh, kinds of ambiance. Tip assist. In the audio. But um, if you follow us on TikTok, I posted a, a TikTok and a Reels on Instagram of the same thing. Oh. So there's a, a new room option for Disney Vacation Club. It's a new category of room called the Resort Studio. This is not an ad. We are not hashtag sponsored. No. But um, this is because it's brand new. So this is something that has uh, been announced for a little while, but you were able to actually see the room. Guests and members can see the room. Over at the Grand Cal, uh, Grand it's Floridian. Gorgeous. I keep calling it Grand California because I have Disneyland on the mind. Listen, Greg, you went yes, there once. So, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, really, it's, but honestly, it's only twice. So it's not like it's really a lot of times. It's really only been twice. But anyway, it's the better park. But anyway, so um, this Thursday was when um, sales opened up for the Grand Floridian, um, and with that came a new style room. Right. So Beautiful. I had captured some video of this room a couple of days before but i had to wait until it was available to the public and by had to no one expressly told me i had to wait but i know the rules of disney basically since it wouldn't it would technically be backstage until it's available to Mm -hmm. show to guests right right so thursday morning when it was officially open and guests were in that room themselves right like when the first family came in, i was like perfect let me post this to the to tiktok and instagram because i'm sure i'm the first person posting a video on it because i don't think anyone i work with cares at this level about social media and um this stuff so with that obviously um comes some comments on the video and Mm. typically speaking like we don't uh, the that park life podcast tiktok account is not very active (laughs) some things we have like a couple of videos that took off a little bit one that actually was doing really well but involved an episode we had to take away Mm -hmm. um so whatever but the room itself, if you haven't seen it, it's still on our TikTok, still on our Instagram. There's Mary Poppins throughout, and my wife Nicole is a big Mary Poppins fan, so like it's a it's a cool thing. If you've ever been to the Grand Floridian or the villas at the Grand Floridian, Mary, Mary Poppins is already in the theming over at the villa, so it makes sense. There's a hidden Mickey in the room. I didn't point out where the hidden Mickey was. Um, I'll have to post a photo of that Spoiler so alert. everyone can see it. <laughs> but some comments on the video were not as nice because I, if you watch the video, I point out some of the Mary Poppins things. So then we go into the bathroom where there's some artwork that I refer to as some type of carnival or something. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were quick to point out that that is one of the most iconic scenes from Mary Poppins, except I would like to point out though, in my defense, there are no characters in this. It's just a carousel, a Ferris wheel, which is not featured in the movie. Mm -hmm. So suck it. And, (laughs) Um, it's like that, like a nice watercolory type of a, don't quote me on that. I don't know art, but like it's, yeah. it is pretty abstract in my mind, Mary Poppins. If you weren't in an otherwise Mary Poppins decorated room, it wouldn't be Mary Poppins. Right. That's right. why I didn't immediately notice the tie-in. Mm. So someone commented saying, uh, maybe you should let me stay here since you're obviously not qualified to. And I'm not taking that personally, Ouch. but I did reply with, wow, that's kind of harsh. And that um, person did respond with something nicer. So... <laughs> Um, just just a lot of negativity. They were like, "Wow, I can't believe you didn't realize that that was Mary Poppins." Blah 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 blah. I'm just getting dragged for this, you and I, just be I was like, just trying to be nice. You should be like, "That's nice." Now say something positive. Yes. Well, that particular person said, "Well, I followed you to balance it out," and I was like, "You're like, thanks." So you can hate on all my other stuff. Awesome. And now I'm forever in, indebted to you for your follow. <laughs> so, um, 
But anyway, if you want to see what a new room looks like over at the Grand Floridian, and mm-hmm. it's an interesting thing because the model room is in a different building from where the rooms are going to be. It's a lot of questions, and I'm going through it because there's a lot of questions being asked about the room, which they're all fair questions. When does it open? Where is this room? How many are there? Is it this style room versus this? There'll be about 200 of them. It's in building nine of the Grand Floridian, Big Pine Key is the name of the building. However, the model building, the model room is in a different building that's in Sago Key mm. that's like closest to the water, to the walkway to Magic Kingdom. Um, so lots of questions. So if you have any questions, feel free to, to um, head out there. But I got some swag that I'm going to hold to the camera now. I got this Ooh. little button. Oh, yeah. It's a Grand Floridian. And if you do visit the room, you get this lithograph. And if you see, it's like a keyhole. And it's got mm-hmm. silhouettes of all different characters on it. Like uh, there's Alice in Wonderland, the Actually, Cheshire Cat, the Mad Hatter. it's all Alice in Wonderland stuff. It is all Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, now that you mentioned it. Yes. Which is interesting um, because the rooms are... Well, we were, you know, we were talking about that because outside the villas, um, in between the, the villa building and the main building is a pool with a kid's splash pad that is Alice in Wonderland themed. Mm. It's, it's really, um, Mad Hatter themed because his, his big hat is there and it fills yeah. up with water and just like another spot, you right, know, when dumps. it's filled, it tips over and water goes everywhere and everyone screams. Um, and then when you're, um... Back when 1900 Park Fair was open, that was character dining, and Alice in Wonderland would be there, the Mad Hatter would be there, as well as Mary Poppins and Winnie the Pooh mm. and maybe one or two other characters. So, like, that gotcha. was the one location where all of the different themes of the resort were kind of combined. But without that, it just seems like it's randomly Alice in Wonderland and randomly yeah. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Because there's the tea room, but they don't really make it Alice in Wonderland team tea. It's just like a more traditional, like English tea situation. Right. Hmm. It's trying to be proper. All right. So it is FNG season, Flower and Garden Festival season. It's the Flower and Garden Festival <laughs> 2022. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the free stuff that they offer. We'll talk about some of the paid activities, which is really just one. We'll go through some of the food I tried and, um, and have some notes at the end. So, by the way, anything that I mentioned today in our segment that I recorded in park with Mariah, uh, any of those dishes that I tried, I did save to our story on Instagram and the highlights. Mm-hmm. So you'll see on our oh, page good. there is an FNG Fest um, highlight there that has pictures of everything that I ate. If you're curious to see what it looks like, it is there for you. Um, so, yeah, all the let's work. start with some of the free events and activities going on. Okay, the first thing I'm super excited about, and I've seen a couple people's stories on this and it's the bambi's butterfly house because this would be right mm. up my alley i'd be like we're going and we're gonna sit there Wait, for have hours have you never been to the butterfly tent i've never done the but maybe we <sighs> walked in there once Beth. maybe i know but i'm like i don't remember it because i don't know if we've been there a lot for flower and garden a couple right, times right. but i guess i've just never really it's never been a thing that we've done so i mean that's what I'm, I, I'm pretty sure we walked in there before but i haven't really paid too much attention to it but i just mm-hmm. love it it is it is so cool it's located between the land and the imagination pavilions um right outside our bambi and thunder topiaries which obviously they're super adorable um you and you thunder topiaries thumper sorry <laughs> oh did i, I say thunder did i don't I know thunder? but either way thumper. i mistyped it in the notes so it's my bambi fault it, well you typed it in as thumber thumber um, <laughs> But it's Baby and Thumper <laughs> topiaries. Um, and you can observe all kind of butterflies in there up close. And I think they said maybe a little bit further into the festival is better because every, like nothing's really hatched as much right now. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton of butterflies just yet. They're kind of waiting for them to hatch. So, you know, the circle of life, caterpillars to butterflies, everyone, that's what happens. <laughs> They're in their little cocoons. Yeah. And there's like it, the 
the like curtain to go in there is like chains and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a... hanging beads or whatever because yeah. they can't really make it a door or whatever because yeah. butterflies will fly out and the butterflies fly away, if you ask yeah. Miley Cyrus. Um, it does close at dusk. It's So it's not a posted closing time, right? Mm-hmm. It's whenever the sun is going down. Um, it's been in different locations in different years, so just just make sure you go to the right spot. I'm pretty sure this is the first year that they've given it a character name, calling it Bambi's Butterfly House. Right, right. I'm pretty sure, because I don't remember the um, topiaries being right outside, and I don't remember it being called Bambi's Butterfly House. I think it was just always like just whoever sponsored it. Just some kind of butterfly, it. yeah, um, yeah. The, butterfly the, uh, tent. the go-go squeeze, I think, was one year or something mm, like that. Mm-hmm. Like uh, whatever the sponsor was, I thought was in the name of it. But this this year, Bambi is sponsoring it. That's right, Bambi himself. Another free activity is near Morocco. It's the Encanto Garden. <gasps> There's a sign outside the garden that reads, Bienvenido a Vibrante y Verde. You like my accent, by the way? <laughs> AP Spanish so, student. So good. And, <laughs> and in Canto Garden, explore this lush tropical garden teeming with flora as you look for hints of the Madrigal family and Madrigal. from the Disney animated film Encanto. Encanto. Bienvenido a Vibrante And I, I posted Verde. a video of this when I was there uh, Do you know the what other that, day. Because what is that saying, Greg? Why don't you tell us what that uh, translates to? Well, uh, welcome to. The, I'm assuming it's vibrant and green because isn't it like Verde bright is, green? Doesn't that mean green? Yeah, bright probably like green? that. I'm sure they mean like um, yeah. a lot of flowers and plant life stuff. Yeah, rough translation. Anyway, so I was over there <laughs> um, while I was waiting for Mariah to meet up with me in the park. Um, I was walking through that garden, and there's a nearby tree that I guess had a lot of like dead leaves on it. So the wind blew, and it made it look like it was snowing. So if you're wondering uh, what oh, I was yeah. talking about in that yeah. video, like the wind just blew in all these uh, leaves, and it looked like it was it was snowing, but it were just petals from a thing. A whirlwind. Um, but it's really cool. It's a small little walkthrough. It's not like it's this big thing where you're gonna be like, oh, I'm too tired to do it. It's mm-hmm. it's small, but um, it's definitely something you can do. Like you know, get your food over there at that booth if you want. And then go walk through it. A lot of brightly colored flowers, a big old butterfly topiary, and then pictures of some of the characters and stuff. It's a neat, it's like a neat little thing you could do Beautiful. over there for free. For free. Uh, another thing you can do for free is the Blossoms of Fragrance. You cracked me up on this one. This is presented by Scentsy. And mm. it's uh, as you leave Future World and you head toward the World Showcase, it's like on the right. Used to be a splash pad over there, but now mm. it's Blossoms of Fragrance. Um, and if you don't know what Scentsy is, they sell candles and wax things and... They have like a partnership with Disney, so they're always coming out with different um, Disney wax burners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of set up like an MLM, so you have to like find a person who sells it to buy the stuff. You can't just go to a store and get it. Uh, the official sign says, follow your nose through the scented garden and cherish lasting memories with the help of fresh, unforgettable fragrances and their many botanical varieties. Um. So some of the things that are in there are like cinnamon spice or like fruity pineapple um, I'm pretty sure it was you that you were like, what is this? Am I supposed to smell this? It smells like nothing. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that, was that you? So, okay. Yes. And people were commenting too. And they were trying to like help me. And I was like, no, listen, I was, I, so I didn't, by the way, this is a new thing. This was not previously here, right? This is new for 2022. So I'm reading the sign. I'm, I'm videoing it, right? Like I'm there to participate. <laughs> it was just and, so like, uh, what, what is it? Like, what is this crap? <laughs> like, this is a joke, right? So I'm sniffing this stuff. So now some people were suggesting you're supposed to sniff the sign because like a scratch and sniff or something. But I'm like, what? but there that are plants the there. Purpose. So I'm sniffing the plants and I, I smelled literally nothing. Now yeah. it's not COVID. Thank you. Don't, I'm not testing positive here. I can taste, I can smell. Um, believe me, I could smell myself. It was sweaty and I <laughs> smelt it, but 
uh, I don't know. So I, 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 inconclusive, jury is still out, I think, for me on this and whether or not. But other people I've seen on TikTok saying they can smell it. And that's, I don't believe that mm. because a lot of times you just present something so that, you know, right. it seems like the right thing because you want people to follow you, right? However, Greg didn't smell anything, so it's all fake. It's fake news. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. All right. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> yes. Uh, a small item. And this is something you could generally see, right? It's the jam and gardeners. And it's the jammeters, but they're gardeners. The but hey, right? It's free entertainment. Uh, and speaking of free entertainment, I know we've gone through the lineup of the different bands available in the Garden Rocks concert yes. series. And I don't normally participate in it. I don't, I've never... I've never seen a band perform at any festival at ever mm-hmm. at Epcot. By the way, I should probably start doing that. Maybe I'll line up for, I don't know, Smash Mouth or something. But sticks. Um, <laughs> at least they were. I felt that's the only band in there. I think that was around like when I was a kid. I guess I, I don't like, know. I, I Everything else the, is usually yeah. like before my time. Yeah, but still, you're like, oh, my parents used to listen. It's either you or your parents used to listen to yes. them. But fun fact: there are three. Uh, concert times each night, 5.30, 6.45, and 8. And on some of the nights, a.k.a. the popular band nights, mm-hmm. there are dining packages available. So if you don't want to have to line up early, if you want a guaranteed spot into the concert, you can do a dining package. So you go to a restaurant that you might have otherwise gone to anyway, and you, you pay a little extra, but um, you get to eat, and then you basically get a ticket to go in. You don't need a ticket to get in otherwise, but it's just basically guaranteeing you a spot. So you don't have to spend time waiting in line if it's a popular band that you think a lot of people want to see. Yeah, I'm also trying to think of like these bands that play the Garden Rocks. It's like, yeah, awesome, cool. What time What time do we get? And it's like, we got the 530 slot. They're like, oh, <laughs> it's not really early. <laughs> well, time. it's the same band all three times. Oh, okay. Um, uh, for some reason, I kept yes. thinking it was like different. Okay. No, so but either way, we're like, oh, what time are you guys lot. rocking out tonight? 5.30. Yeah, we're yeah, going to have dinner at about 4. Do, and we'll then... 30-minute set, and then we're going to take a break and do <laughs> another 30-minute set, and then we're going to take a break and do another 30-minute set. Yeah. But we're really going to rock out on the third one because it starts at 8. Anyways. I always wonder, do you think, I, I wish we could talk to someone who's on the inside of this, but do you think like Disney has a really specific contract with them about things they can and can't say? Um, either while they're in between songs, like it's just oh, their I'm general sure. like work in the crowd or lyrics that they have to change. Because obviously we all know it's a family park. Mm-hmm. There, there isn't anything that's like edgy really anywhere. So I do wonder about that. Like if they <laughs> well, happen I mean, to just drop the like F-bomb, they're... are they right. like fired immediately? Do they not get yeah. paid? Like that's what I think about. When they I, probably when get fined. I'm guaranteeing I think you they, probably they do, have yeah. a contract for all of that. But it's not like they're signing up like Limp Biscuit or like <laughs> Marilyn Manson, <laughs> well, you know? No, but people, you know, there are some songs music. that are about very sexual things that people don't even realize. It's like, oh, I love that song. And then you realize what it's really about. And you're like, they probably can't play that song at Garden Rocks. So yeah, probably not. I'm sure there's a hefty contract. It's Disney. Of course there is. Um, Okay. The next free thing you can do is the Garden Grays. So um, this is basically just a bunch of different flower and garden festival dishes you can um, collect matching stamps in the festival passport for each specially noted menu item that you purchase. And so then when you collect five stamps, you can bring your festival passport to the pineapple promenade to redeem a festival exclusive treat. So this is um, sort of like another little passport thing. And they just call it the garden grays. You get little stickers. And then when you go show that you have actually purchased and tried those things, you can go back and get a little treat. Yes. So this is on the free list because if you're going to get these things anyway you do wind up with the free completer price right so you do have to buy five dishes 
But if you're going to get them anyway, I mean, it's corn on the cob, Mm -hmm. coconut, tres leches. There's more Spanish coming out. Potato pancakes, grilled baby vegetables, and avocado toast are the five things. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you're going to get them anyway, at the end, you can get a free completer surprise. You do have until the end of the festival, which is July 4th, to complete it. And you don't have to complete it all in one day. You can do it over the course of multiple days. The last thing is the health full trail presented by advent health the same people who were screening you on the way into the park at the beginning of the pandemic um and this is how they phrase it delight in a whimsical area made to inspire youthful energy and creativity the whole family can learn ways to stay healthy at this outdoor kitchen and garden along the imagination walkway so think of it like an old school epcot exhibit right Right. you're there to learn you're there to have fun you're there to occupy the kids so you don't lose your freaking mind that's That's true Hashtag healthful trail presented by Advent Health. That's right. Uh, there's only one like other paid thing. We talked about how Garden Grays, you'd have to pay for stuff. But this paid activity is the Spike's Pollination ex- Exploration. I think Spike is adorable. I don't know about you. Uh, mm. But maps can be purchased at selected merchandise locations. You can look for the sign outside the door for Spike. And then basically you're going to go through the park and you're going to find Spark and you're going to mark it down. And then you turn the map in at the end to collect a prize. And it costs $9.99 plus tax to do that. Um, so it is something that's paid, like a paid scavenger hunt. But that's basically what it is. And you can, uh, once you're done, once you have completed it. So they do something kind of similar during Festival of the Arts with figment when you have to go into like all mm-hmm. these different places and find the figments. Um, but once you've completed your map, you can go back to Disney Traders or World Traveler for a special surprise. Oh, and Food and Wine, I think they do it with Remy. Find the, find yes. the Remy's around the park. Yeah. So a very common thing. All right. So... Man, I am. I still feel full from all of the food I've been eating over at Flower and Garden. Delicious. I did the math. Um, I spent twenty nine dollars and seventy five cents okay. just yesterday <laughs> on my terrible. dishes. That's not terrible. I mean, considering all the things you. It's ate. not the worst. That was for, for I think four four dishes. Okay. I want to say four or five. I can't remember now. Um, that was yesterday. And then I went on a on another day as well. So. Um, like I mentioned, I did capture some audio with Mariah in the park. We went around to a couple different booths, tried some different things, and uh, let's put that in here. So in between each of our booths, because it's flower and garden, I wanted to incorporate uh, nature. Here's some birds chirping as we transition from one booth to the other. So here we go. Here is Mariah and Greg walking around Flower and Garden Festival. All right, we're live on the scene. And I'm not alone. I'm here with Mariah, who you may remember from, I don't know, like eight other episodes at this point. Hey, everyone. <laughs> What's up? So uh, we are sitting basically inside a bathroom. <laughs> who decided? <laughs> whose choice was this? A beautiful ambiance. Yeah, really. We're in the American Pavilion. We tried to get a shaded seat, but all we could find was a little uh, ledge near the restroom. But I'm trying the Frushi from Japan. And Mariah has the chicken... Chicken skewer? Chicken tamagotchi. I know that's not what it's called. No, let me see. We're looking it up. I already forgot. Um, this is my first time eating the frushi. I was looking for something refreshing. And I think I found it. It's really good. Okay, it's the okay. chicken yakitori. Chicken yakitori. And Mariah's very important question was... Is it supposed to be cold? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I no. I don't know. It's not bad cold. Um, I feel like it's supposed to be a hot dish. Yes. It does come with like a pickled onion situation, which is obviously supposed mm-hmm. to be cold. But the chicken, I'm not sure. I think that's going to be the name of my book when I write it one day about myself. It's supposed to be a hot dish, <laughs> but instead you get this. But here I am. <laughs> yeah, it's one skewer of chicken. 
Well presented though. It What's is. It it's actually very pretty. Say? And then it's a grilled chicken skewer with scallions, red pepper, shoyu emulsion, and pickled onion. Mmm. I can see the pickled onion. What do you think good. about it? It's pretty good. It's I'd, pretty good. I mean, I don't think I would buy it again for like eight bucks. Yeah, it was expensive. <laughs> yeah. The fruit is seven and change. I'm enjoying the, the fruit sheet. First time getting it. There's this nice little pile of whipped cream in the middle of it. I don't eat sushi, so this is a weird concept to me of like eating rolled up food and paper. You know what I mean? Like, but it's good. I love sushi, but sushi is just like not. No. Not my thing. Not for her. Well, it is pretty. I'm sweating. I'm sweating all day. So uh, yeah, fruit dish is exactly what I needed. All right, we just came from the China booth, the Lotus House. And I got the mala chicken skew, skewer, skewer, <laughs> skewer. Skewer. I got the chicken skewer. Uh, it was very phallic. I'll be honest with you. It was very. It, it was a little phallic. It was really good. So um, it is mala chicken, right? So I feel like that could have been spicy, and it wasn't really that spicy. It was like good. I have a low threshold uh, for spiciness, and I thought it was not too spicy. And uh, it was like slightly darker chicken, so it was nice and juicy, I guess. Very flavorful. It was moist and phallic. Moist and phallic, my two favorite things. It did oh. have a nice crispy bottom. Yes, it did have a man, crispy yeah. bottoms and <laughs> moist and <laughs> crispy bottomed, moist, phallic it's chicken skewer. Checking all the boxes. Um, very good. I would say like an eight or nine out of ten. I would definitely get that again. Although it was like, how much? How much seven. did I just pay for that? I don't even know. Seven. I keep swiping my card like a dope. Somewhere between six and ten dollars. Yeah, and it was it was not a lot of chicken. But I it was didn't good. have it, but it looked good and I, it smelled good, so I think I would get it. Okay. This is one of those days where I want to go home, look at my credit card, and I'm like, what did I do today? I had the equivalent of one and a half meal, but I paid about the, uh, the equivalent of about four meals worth of money. All right, I think we're headed to some some other booths toward the front of the park, right? I feel like... This is where, like, all the good good is, I think. Yeah, so um, we're now standing just outside of Mexico, and we're headed towards the, the front. There's a bunch of stuff I want to get. I'm justifying all the calories that I'm intaking today because I ran my 10K this morning. So I don't normally eat this much food in one sitting. We've been here for a while. I've been here maybe like two hours. What time is it? Yeah, like two hours or so. This is my third or fourth dish, but this chocolate cake from the Trowel and Trellis, by the way, is just called chocolate cake. There was no, yeah, we realized really, there was no, no fancy thought. names. Well, Not even like raspberry chocolate cake. Yeah, and that's what it was. So it was a little chocolate cake log with <laughs> A scoop of some type of sorbet on the side with like a, some type of berry, yeah, like almost like a whipped cream kind of thing on top, and then actual raspberries on top of that, and it was good. The more I ate it, the more I liked it, which is a sign of a good dessert. Yeah, so like if you have a raspberry allergy, don't order the chocolate cake. Yeah, but I would say yes. <laughs> Maybe call it raspberry chocolate cake. Yes. Very good. Yeah, I would Very definitely refreshing. get it again. It was like a light dessert, but... Yes, I think it helps that the, the cold sorbet was with yeah. it, because as you mentioned, it really it's good. hot out. I would. I think my rating is a 9 out of 10 on that one. Yeah, I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. Oh, 8 out of 10. We're, fi we're fighting about it. It's just happening now. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> right now we have the distinct pleasure of watching Mariah eat this t t tuna tartaki. What was it tuna, called? Tuna tartaki, I think. So it was a, a dish that was uh, sweaty. And are those actual tortilla chips or like a shell? No, I. indescribable. It's indescribable. It's literally indescribable. It's like She's very up. thin. They're a little spicy. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I genuinely do not know. Let's, <laughs> let me see if the book. Let me refer to the book. Okay. Um, but then it has some like pickled onion, I think lotus, avocado, and then some kind of like spicy, possibly tagarashi seasoning. Oh, minimal amount of tuna. Yeah, like two little strips. <laughs> so, 
I also don't know how much it was. Probably a lot. And that was from the Citrus Blossom, which had a very short line. We were we were surprised because that is the booth that ser- that uh, sells the it's Orange Bird Sipper. Papadam Crisp or Papadam Crisp? Pap- Papadam. Papadam, Papadam, not sure. Oh, and there's mango as well. Oh, uh, okay. And a spicy yuzu glaze. Just those little chips look like pig noses to me. I don't know what they are. Not the right color, but <laughs> oh, yeah. the way that the holes are placed. Like, or either that or some type of Swiss cheese. Um, it's not bad, but... Okay. <laughs> not exactly a glowing endorsement for Mariah on this yeah. one. Okay. It's like a raw fish lover. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. A raw fish connoisseur, okay. I would even say. Um... Not the best. Not the best. Okay, so it's a it's a no go. It's refreshing though. Okay, it is cold because mm-hmm. we got that from that booth and walked over and got uh, Mariah got the, a flatbread, which we'll talk about momentarily, from the Honey Bistro, which is basically winking at me. It's very attractive. This flatbread. <laughs> it is very attractive. She's glistening. <laughs> yes. The honey is glistening in the sun. And it's a hearty serving, so I'm mm-hmm. curious to hear how that tastes. So far, our early reports of the flatbread is heft. Heft, yes. There's some heft. Yes. I can't even pick it up. It's a Too many toppings. Hugh Heftner. <laughs> That's what I've, I've named it. Yes. Everything right. did fall off. Everything fell off. Mariah is, has now placed the Hugh Heftner flatbread in her mouth. She's very, giving it's it... It's good. Okay. Really good. She's giving us a very good... No, it's okay. You gotta, I would, I'm, I'm just going to creepily watch you eat now. Okay. Are you sure? I like Please watching people some. masticate. So, it's a very weird conversation we're having. I feel like it needs a fork and knife. Okay. Yeah, I could see Not that. Not possible. It's a... Uh, oh, was that a sun-dried tomato on there? Is that what that was? A roasted or a pepper. red pepper. A roasted red pepper. Mm. I feel like it just needs like a little fresh herb. Okay. For decoration or for taste? I think for A little taste. bit of both. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little both, but very good. Spice it up. Okay. So better Because I feel like there's no seasoning. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I don't it's even little... know if there's salt and pepper. Gotcha. But there, I mean, there is like a sauce and possibly two sauces. Let me, let me. Referring refer. to the book, to the encyclopedia, the Bible of the festival. We're also sitting in direct sunlight and I'm it's sweating out of all areas of my body. Okay. It has whipped honey ricotta cheese, marinated vegetables, and goat cheese. Wait, whipped honey Whipped cheese. honey ricotta cheese. Oh, that actually sounds cool. Well, it's the honey That's bistro. Up. I will have a little bit in and a minute. And it is good. I will say, I think in years past, it's been a little different. Okay. And it's always one of my favorites. This looks extra cheesy. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to feel great after this. Good. Especially since we're, the sun is literally beaming yes. <laughs> on us right it's now. It's the best time to eat warm yeah. cheese mm-hmm. items. Like, I had the uh, croissant this morning that had warm goat cheese in it. That sounds so good. And it, it was good, but I ate it in the shade, and I'm glad I did. But as soon as I went into the sun, I was like, oh, mistake. We did skip Germany, which was very disappointing oh, yeah. because they have, like, potato pancakes and, like, a cheese bowl yeah it's like a cheese fondue bowl yeah but what are you gonna do you can't have warm cheese bread Mm -hmm. in the middle of a basically summer day when it's not hot or if you're here at night get one of each if you're coming to the flower and garden festival and it's not hot it's probably opening day because (laughs) this goes until july and it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter every day all right i am gonna try a little piece of this please do i don't remember the price of it but i feel like for the size whatever it was it wasn't that bad yeah it's it's actually it looks like a that's like a full meal size Mm -hmm. flatbread i'm having a couple of bites here and it's good I would I I would get this. Mm-hmm. I will say, is it rude to chew with your mouth full? <laughs> because here we are. I think that would, like eating that whole thing by itself is a very filling thing. This mm-hmm. is very shareable. Especially like if you are wanting to try like a few things. Mm-hmm. It's a little dense. Mm, that's very good. Can you guys hear me chewing? 
my first repeat dish of this festival. And if you're trying to guess what it is, I'll just tell you, it is the fried cinnamon roll bites. We've, we both bit into them, and we're both basically needing to change our underwear. It's ridiculous. They're so good. I did bring an extra just in case, did for you? this moment. You brought it for Actually, me? Yeah, for both of us, one <laughs> okay, for Okay, good. It's very nice of you, very considerate. They're just three deep-fried cinnamon roll bites with like a vanilla drizzle and then a cream cheese frosting in the middle. And oh my god, and, oh, and candied bacon on top, can't forget that. This and is probably, filling. yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, this is probably the fourth carb-heavy item I've had today and it's hot as hell, but we were saying that it, this could be 200 degrees out, we would still eat it. We're uh, sitting outside the test track area, like, you know, the shaded... There used to be cars here, right? Weren't there, like, test track cars with people yeah, in it? Yeah, they used to sell, like, slushies. Oh, yeah, like a, thus the slushies yeah. on the menu over there. The little, uh... There used to be a car here, like a little, like a little uh, mist. Mist? Yeah. Hmm. hmm, I'd rather stand here and eat fried cinnamon roll yeah, bikes than sit in a plastic car. Yeah, I haven't repeated anything so far, except for this. This is a 10 out of 10. And a lot of people agreed. When I first posted about it, a lot of people replied to the story saying, this is my favorite thing. A thousand out of ten if I could. So I don't want to overhype, but I will tell you they're very, very, very good. Honestly, everything in that booth looks really good. Yeah, shrimp and grits, good. I had the hash last year. Yeah. Amazing, but okay. it looked better this year. Like, the presentation was a little yeah. better. And the know, avocado toast was beautiful. Yes, I know the avocado toast is a, is a plant-based one, so if you're vegan, yeah, that's Yeah, and safe. I think it had flowers from, like, the land mm. on it or something. Very pretty. Yes. And the line was much shorter today. When I was here on opening day, I got in line at about 10.40. And by the time it opened at 11, there was probably 100 people in line. And the line today was just us. Yeah, it was just us. It was very nice. All right, let me go back to eating these. We had a great time. We ate a lot of food. Yeah. Still full. I didn't mention two things, though, okay. in that because I had gotten them on a different day. At the same place as those ridiculous know, cinnamon roll bites, which, by the way... Already eaten twice. Can't wait to go back and have them again. Um, at that same booth, I got these shrimp and grits. And that's a big deal because I've never had shrimp and grits before. Oh, what did you think? Um, well, they're cheddar grits. So basically, if you put, if you make it cheesy, mm-hmm. I'm going to be interested yeah. in it. I thought it was so good. Good. So it's uh, blackened shrimp with a corn salsa on top of uh, cheddar grits. And the grits were almost like cream cheesy, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like they were... Yeah. That's like kind Some of the Some people actually put cream cheese in their grits. So Ooh, yeah. I would do that. There's some ways to so, make it really good. I usually make mine with milk. Like that's just the ooh. base is to make them with milk. But some people will put other cheeses in there. And cheese grits. A lot of people do pimento cheese grits because we live in the oh. South. So they put pimento cheese yeah. in them. And that's delicious. Honestly, so when I went there the first time to that booth, I got the shrimp and grits and then the fried cinnamon roll bites uh, as like the dessert to that meal. Mm-hmm. I, I would get that I would get that exact combination again. I thought both yeah. were really good. Uh, big thumbs up for the shrimp and grits. And then, like I briefly referred to it while I was talking to Mariah, but to backtrack a little bit, the first thing I did when I got to Epcot after having so I did my big run in the morning. I've been running the, my longer distance runs, which for runners is not that long, but for non runners, a uh, 10k is mm-hmm. for me. That's still long. Like that's yes. still a big a big distance for me. Um, so I was starving, but it was starting to get really hot out. So I can't keep like carving up but the first thing i got was the croissant with goat cheese and garlic mm. herb so it's not very big it's like i don't know maybe four or five inches um which is kind of big depending on who you ask <laughs> but anyway so for a croissant um not that big but it was good so like it was like the perfect temperature it was warm but not hot mm-hmm. and it wasn't like overdone like it didn't 
feel like it was underneath a heat lamp or it was like hard on the outside. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. But there was like this nice helping of goat cheese in the middle and like a garlic herb, like kind of like almost like a drizzle on top. Okay. It was really mm. good. To me, if I could have that with a little, with like a side of some type of eggs, that would be like a complete breakfast Ooh, meal yeah. for me. So that was like your appetizer was, kind of to the other stuff? That was my get the ball rolling. I wanted to try, I really tried to, to eat some things that I don't normally get and I wouldn't normally get that just because I usually try to go mm-hmm. for a more protein heavy dish. But I wanted to like try a bunch of d- different things. So that was my first thing that day. And now, I really, really liked it. Let me ask you about prices. Did you feel like the things that you got were worth the price? Or were there some things that you were like, I probably wouldn't pay for this if I wasn't trying this for... It's it's frustrating because like with the shrimp and grits, delicious. It's four pieces of shrimp. And it was probably like 7 or seven fifty in this in the $7 range for that. So for okay. Disney prices, you're like, ah. Uh, but it's like in the real world, that's like, oh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So... I think if I had to skip anything that I got that I talked about with Mariah, it probably would be the chicken at China. Okay. Because it's one, like one chicken tenderloin, like thin. Yeah. Right? Like, so for the price, maybe not. But if you're looking to like add a little protein into your walk around, mm-hmm. then yeah. So it really just depends on what your priority is. I don't regret it. And I would, like, I I think I would get it again, but like once every year. Yeah. It would be like a repeat, like I would with the cinnamon roll bites or even the, um, I think I would get the frushi again if it were okay. hot, like on another hot day. Yeah. But the shrimp, weren't the shrimp pretty big? Was it jumbo shrimp? They were regular size shrimp. Okay. But I, because there was so much grits and the corn salsa, like I don't, I, I don't feel ripped off, I guess yeah. like I did with the chicken. Because yeah. with the chicken, it was literally just a chicken skewer. Right. There wasn't anything else. Whereas with the shrimp, it's like, okay, you're paying $7, mm-hmm. you're getting the shrimp, but there was so much grits to help fill me up. So um, that was less there. offensive to my wallet. <laughs> less offensive. Um, a couple of notes about Flower and Garden as we wrap up our F&G talk here. Um, I joked in our story that day on our Instagram about how all these people were running to get to the rides at 8.30 when the park opened, and Greg was running over to the merchandise. Yeah. I went right to Creation Shop, which, by the way, that is the way to do it. When I got there, there was no line to get in. Um, there were people in there, but it wasn't bad. And still to this day, I don't understand why people are not doing mobile order. Maybe – okay. Can I? Can we, can we just take a moment Side here? Side note. To, Soapbox, get off the soapbox. To recognize Greg's extreme level of patience because I don't know that the people that were carrying two of every single thing mm-hmm. are resellers or not, but there's no way that one person needed all of the stuff right. that I saw people carrying. Absolutely. And there are maximums, right? So they are getting two, but if there were two people, there were each. Ca- so, like, yes. I walked by someone holding like two of the Dooney and Burke bags, two of the smaller oh bags. I don't know if we, I forget what it was, if it was like a wristlet or a clutter, but like the smaller thing, like the company thing. Yeah. And just like two spirit jerseys, two bags, like two tumblers, like two of everything. And it's like, guys, there's no freaking way that's for you. But what do I know? Yeah. So I try not to trip anybody, even though I was very tempted. <laughs> anyway, um, it was not crowded. And later on in the day, when I went back to. Just like when I was walking around the park, there were lines to get into Creation Shop, to get into the festival marketplaces, Mm -hmm. to get into like the port of entry stores, you know, at the very beginning of World Showcase. So if you're interested in in merch, the park is opening before the booths open. Back in the day, you remember Future World would open at, I don't know, let's say nine o'clock. Right, and the showcase. And then the World Showcase was always at 11. Mm -hmm. It's just like everyone knew it was always 11. But it opens now, but the booths aren't open. So you're allowed to like walk around it, congregate back there. And then obviously, if there's nothing to do, people wait online for um, for the booths to open. Mm-hmm. So like I wanted the Sunshine Griddle, which had the cinnamon roll bites and the shrimp and grits. And at like 1020 or so, a line was forming. So I got on 
um, maybe at like 1040, and there were probably about 10 to 12 groups of people ahead of me. And then by the time 11 o'clock rolled around, there was probably 30 groups behind me. It was a long line. Yeah. Um, some people that you may know or follow on Instagram yeah. and TikTok and YouTube were in that line. Yes. I did not get to talk to any of them, but saw all of them. Wasn't the uh, the sipper um, was the big thing this time? The sipper at the Citrus Blossom. Um, we mentioned that in uh, a little bit, briefly referred to it in my conversation with Mariah, but um, that's at the Citrus Blossom. So when you're entering World Showcase, it's that like that first... Um, booth there as if you're walking by a starbucks you know there's honey bee shows mm-hmm. to your left starbucks is to your right it's directly in front of you that's the um zipper and as of today not sold out so okay. it's not new this year that's it's yeah. like a returning item we don't know if like the figment popcorn i know coming I, back next year. i hope they bring it back because i yeah. feel like the, the, they're, they're gonna sell just yeah. as many and yeah, i do probably. want one secretly like <laughs> and i two other people i know want them too so i'm like i just really hope they bring them back because i think they will sell them so like I mentioned, uh, we do have a story highlight on our Instagram of any of the dishes I've eaten. And if I go back and try more, I'll put them in there as well um, to keep a, a running tally, a running record there of what I've been getting and if I like it or not Yeah. on our Instagram story. And I don't know if you saw, they sell this Mickey head topiary. I saw that and was like, oh my God, I would love that. And then when you showed the price, I was like, I would not love that. <laughs> yes. No. You know what? I know we like joke a lot about being wallet motivated and stuff, but like, $60? I think that. we just need to do some research um, on Pinterest or something. There's got to be a way. I'm sure there's an easier way that you can just buy some well, moss and make your own. Yeah. I had people reach out and respond and say, I've made my own. If you yeah. remember John, who we had on as, a, as a, on a cast member chat, John and Peyton. Yeah. I know there's a time when John was making his own. So like it's doable. Yeah, shout out to John because he's uh, he's he's going to be back at the Lion King. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. Yes, he has been a Jungle Cruise skipper for um for his time back post closure, and now he is going back to entertainment, going back to folk. Yeah, which he's very excited for, and we're excited for him because it's nice to see people go back to where they came That's from right. before everything. He's good on the stilts, if you will. Yes, he's been doing a lot of stilt work in his days. A lot of stilt. Work. Um, but anyways, yeah, I was like, uh, I'm probably just gonna make my own, I guess, if I really want one. Don't want to pay sixty dollars for it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just gonna spray paint three styrofoam <laughs> balls and call it a Mickey Topiary and paint some lines on it. Before we answer some questions in our Ask Beth and Greg segment, shout out to Stephanie over at World Traveler Trading Co., the number one shop for all of your Disney-inspired key fobs, keychains, ear holders. She's got uh, the cord holders, the cord stuff. holders. Uh, they're like little things for like you to wrap up your cords and stuff. Oh yes, like it bundles up your uh, yes. your charging cables and mm-hmm. stuff. Yes, so. All of that's available at World Traveler Trading Co. And the link to her shop is in our show notes as always. And if you'd like to save yourself some money, you can use our special discount code. That Park Life. All right. So we put it out there. Let's have you all ask us some questions. A bunch of you. And by the way, it's still available on our Instagram. It's a story highlight. You can get there. You can go to our ask website. Look anytime. for the Ask Beth and Greg. Not Don't look for Ask Beg and Greth. You won't find that. <laughs> Got to look for Ask Beth and Greg. And you can submit your question there. Um, it can be anonymous. I'm not looking to, you know, I don't know what type of question you'd ask that you'd be embarrassed he to He has ask a lot of good quotes. Say your name, but, yeah, if, let um, us know if you don't want us to say your name. How about that? We won't say your name if you oh, don't want I us want to. I want a juicy question where you don't want your identity r- revealed, right? I mean, like, some it's, people I'm don't. going with family I don't like. How do I navigate my trip? That's a juicy story. Yeah, and we'll help you out. So we don't we don't have to say your name if it's if it's a juicy one. That's when you one. accidentally book a park pass for a different park and then it's full. That's right. Listen, you need, Listen, can you need my help to here, avoid family. We're here for all the questions. So no matter what, yes. we are here for you. We are here. Okay. So the number one most asked question because we had multiple asking this. By the way, we got a lot of really cool and unique questions that we're going to answer over time. Mm-hmm. 
But um, this one was one that a lot asked, and we've got some new listeners and new followers on Instagram um, over the past year. So I'm sure that some people want to know this question, which is, how did y'all become friends and co-hosts? Well, I was involved in a different podcast that ended in the, see, the end of 2017, and Beth was sometimes on that podcast Mm -hmm. with me. So since that project was over, we were like, hey, we should like keep going. Yeah. So boom, we decided to come up with a podcast. We came up with the name. Um, Beth's husband, Doug, came up with our logo and our intro music. And that's his voice that you hear in mm-hmm. parts of it and stuff. And that's his voice, too. And our little news nugget jingle, news by the nuggets, way. Yep. Yes. He's a jingler, if you will. He He's a podcaster. So yeah, he helps. He knows himself. what he's doing. That mm-hmm. That guy. And I'm always so jealous of his hair. I, I wish I wish I could hair. have Doug's hair for one day. Um, you should see his parents because then you'd be like, I hope that when I'm that age, I have that hair because his both oh, of really? his, both of his parents have incredible hair. Like literally, uh, he has... we can't take his mom anywhere because we just joke about how people will come up to us. And I'm not kidding. The last time we were all together, we did this. Um, we were like just talking about it. I feel like, but we went to this culinary thing because she used to teach at one of the colleges um, close to here, and so we always get tickets to like. They do culinary things where basically they're practicing for like big events. And so you just go and you get to try all this food. And anyway, so we're sitting there and sure enough, this lady comes over and she's like, I just, I'm, I'm so sorry to bother you guys. She's like, but I just need to talk to you about your hair. We were like, yeah, we know. We know it happens all the time. I need to ask who cuts your hair, who colors it. I mean, she just has incredible hair. She's got this like beautiful, thick, white hair. Like, oh, goodness. it's just gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And his dad does too. So. Oh, um and man. i used to kid with people that if doug and i ever had kids um it would be a miracle if they didn't come all hair uh bears bear cubs it'd so. be cousin it yeah, <laughs> yeah basically oh <laughs> uh, yeah he has like celebrity movie hair but anyway so um that's how we started this podcast mm-hmm. uh which was essentially through at the time a, a mutual friend um and that's it so i feel like it's yeah. not like super exciting and then we've been doing this believe it or not for three years this is our we had our three years uh last month crazy which is wild and um and that's it yeah and we become pretty close just because we get to talk to each other every week you know i think about that i'm like i have friends that i don't talk to all the time but yeah you know like when you talk to somebody every week you just really get to know each other so but that's kind of and now you're all, freaking stuck that's right with we're me. all stuck with each other we realize we're actually like a lot of like even though you grew up in new york and i grew up in south carolina but um and if you didn't know i am in south carolina and greg is in orlando so yes we're doing this long distance thing <laughs> <laughs> I try to get down there as much as I can. What's your next question? Rick asks, what is your number one thing that you're dying for Disney to bring back that went away during COVID? Ooh, would you like yeah. me to go first? Yes, please. You go first. This is a niche thing. Okay. okay. I'm going to, the thing I'm going to tell you is I don't even know that everyone listening to this has even experienced this thing. And I've talked about it before. It is the return of the top of the world lounge atop oh, yes. Disney's Bay Lake tower because it's Forgot a lounge and and I've I haven't even had any of the adult beverages there. It's just that they have my all-time favorite cake, the seven mm-hmm. layer cake that um is pre- has been presented differently over time, but the best one is where they have like a basically like a chocolate imprint of the the dragon I think it is from the water pageant like on the on mm-hmm. the cake. They have the little square on the plate, I'm sorry. They have the little chocolate square that says like Bay Lake Tower on it's got the logo on it. It's got the little caramel drops to dip the cake in. And it's this big chocolate and vanilla cake because every layer is either a different cake or a different frosting or like a some type of yeah, something in between. Like and it is just filling. ridiculous. It's, it's $11 of heaven. Yes. And that's the number one thing that I wish would come back. 
And if you're saying, well, Greg, what about, you know, Festival of Fantasy or Fantasmic or firework shows that are RIP? Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> give, yeah. me, give me my freaking cake. Well, I do care. I really wish that we just still had Happily Ever After, but, you know, more know. on that later. I mean, anyways, whatever. <laughs> it's just never going to die. No. Um, my thing would be, because I was trying to think of just all the things, and I've totally forgot about that one, and I still can't believe that they haven't reopened that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, seriously? Of all the things that we've reopened, how have y'all not reopened that? But I would say I was kind of sad because of friends of mine that went too, that they quit doing all the scavenger hunts, like in... Oh. Um, in the Magic Kingdom, the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom is donezo. Yep, yeah, like I was kind of sad that they just sort of like quit doing it, and then they, you know, because there was a lot of cool things. We, I always liked walking around and seeing people doing it because there's mm-hmm. cool things that happen when you find different spots. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sad that they quit doing that because do they still do the pirates one? I can't remember. They still do the pirates. Okay, pirates so they still do the back. pirates one. But I had um. Yep. We had friends that went and they were like, my kids absolutely loved it. Like, we can't wait to do that. And I was like, well, they got rid of it. And they were like, are you kidding me? No. And I was like, I know. I'm so sad. Um, so that's probably one of the things, you know, obviously in pre-COVID prices would be would be nice too, but that ain't going to happen. So. Yeah. Sorry. It is um, what it is. One last question we'll answer because it's a, it's a quick one. This mm-hmm. one came from at Carlisle 12 she actually asked a bunch of good ones, so this is one. Oh, good. All right. Her question was, can you hire your own photographer to come and take photos for you inside the park? Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, you can. I don't. It's up to you and the photographer if you want to pay for their park pass, right? Because everyone that comes in has to have right. a ticket and a park pass reservation. Correct. But um, it's, it's okay to have someone follow you. Yeah. There's no one stopping you, if you will. Yeah, and it really, like, you don't want to be over the top with it, right? Like, I, I wouldn't say they can bring their own photography equipment, but if they're literally bringing their camera. camera like, in other words, they can't bring, like, lighting and things, right? Right. But if they're just showing up with their camera. Camera and a tripod. Um, absolutely. I mean, I, you can definitely bring a tripod. I mean, think about up. it. I walk around with a camera. What would be the difference between me mm-hmm. and, a, and an actual photographer, yeah. right? By the way, I wish I could be your photographer, but I'm not I'm not good at port- portraiture, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, there are people who are, like... um probably well i don't want to name names i don't know if they're actually doing it but we've had people on the show before mm-hmm. that i know do photography for a living so yeah. you never know who you might be able to find when you're looking on instagram for well and they do offer packages so, yes. they started offering more like you know you can get a certain amount of time with them in the parks that's like they're professional for disney photographers but um yes yeah as otherwise like they're not there's no one stopping you from doing that if you will no one's gonna Correct. be like i'm sorry yep. are you paying this person to do that because it I mean, they, they wouldn't know who that person is. You could be like, yeah, this is my cousin, and she's just taking photos for us. Like, yep. there's no way well, for that, them to You tell. can pay to bring your nanny to the park, right? Yeah. Like, that's, if yeah. those of you who have a nanny, just saying. It's just the kicker is the park pass. So. Yes. There you go. And that's our first wrap on Ask Beth and, Beth and Greg, not Greg and Beg. Yes. Not, uh, yeah, Beg and Greth. Beg and Greth. Um, I don't have any news nuggets today. I don't think you have I any I didn't either, really right? see any. Like it's a slow news week. Yeah, nothing too nothing too new on that. Should we do some history? Right. Yeah, so instead we'll go back in time for some Disney history. As always, brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets, who used one of our history items and made a TikTok out of it last week. I don't know if you saw that. We were able to give them a little uh, Disney knowledge, which is oh. nice. Uh, of course, you can check them out on Instagram, TikTok, at themouselets or themouselets.com for some fun merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Their fun uh, line of bags, I think, is, is maybe the most popular thing. Yes. All right, All right. What you got? I'm going back to 2008, and that is when Disney's Block Party Bash made its first public appearance at Hollywood Studios. Hashtag not my MGM. 
Uh, the parade features the Pixar family of characters in three different segments. They had a toy, uh, have Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., and then A Bug's Life. Um, and then The Incredibles as well, making an appearance at the parade's finale. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, the block party bash. I feel like I always, just we always were somewhat around and we'd be like, what's happening? And then you'd see all these Pixar characters coming through. So, mm. But 2008 is when they started that. Um, I'm going to take us back not that far. It's only back to 2014, but it's happening again this week, which is why I chose it. In 2014, the Festival of Fantasy Parade debuted at Magic Kingdom in Disney World. And of course, this week it is coming back. The day after this episode releases, it'll be its first uh, showing since uh, COVID. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's officially eight years old this week. Good old Faf, as we say. They're going to be very excited for that first showing. Oof, when Maleficent blows her hot air all over yes, everybody. I was like, you know, everyone's going to go absolutely nuts. It is like the, you know, it's just one of those things you're like, it's cool. It's really cool looking, but it's you know, cool. everyone goes nuts yeah. about it. So I'm excited to see it. I won't be there for the first showing of it because, you know, got to go to work. Yep. But uh, later in the week, I'll probably be there on Friday to see some Festival of Fantasy, which I'm excited about. Um, I have a quote coming your way, as always. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. We got a couple of uh, more fun reviews, so thank you. Shout out to all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which was from someone that we read a question from today, so thank you to that person. Appreciate it. Just helps us become easier to find in the crowded Disney podcast environment. You can also follow us on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast, or my personal is at the Disney Greg. And I am at the real Beth McDonald. Our website is your place to go to submit a magical cast member moment. If you want to request a magic gram to send to somebody, it's free for you, free for them. Just a little way to send some pixie dust to someone you know and love. Or if you want to submit a question for Ask Beth and Greg, look for the Ask Beth and Greg. I have to say it so, highlight. so slowly. The highlight. Yes. Look for the highlight on Instagram or look for the link on our website, which is that parklifepodcast.com. Okay. I have Mary Poppins on the brain for okay. two reasons. One, because that new resort studio room over at Disney Vacation Club section of the Grand Floridian. Also, um, there's been the challenge going on on Emoji Blitz, and that's one of the characters I've had ah, to play. So I feel like it's I haven't surrounded played by Emoji Mary Poppins Blitz so. in forever. It's oh, been a my while. Goodness, I still play every day. Anyway, so this is from Mary Poppins Returns, a controversial sequel. If you ask the other half of this house that I live in, who uh, maybe was not a fan because she's a mary poppins purist but anyway from mary poppins returns we get this quote from mary poppins herself we're on the brink of adventure children don't spoil it with too many questions and i think it's a great a great life lesson sometimes let things just be what they are and enjoy them for what they are and not you know ruin it <laughs> and with that <laughs> on that note <laughs> Don't ruin That's it. all for for us for today. We'll see you next Thanks week. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.